0: Wanted to talk about the upcoming SoCal shows and the new album and all that, but before we get started on what we got coming up, I kind of wanted to fire the DeLorean and and go back in time, and I know we're kind of celebrating the 20th anniversary of Wisconsin death trip, but wanted to go back to like 1994, back when you were working at Ticketmaster and working for the PR firm. It's crazy to think that 94 doesn't sound like that long ago, and it seems so like ancient though at the same token, because you were like a... A phone answer like people would call up and buy their tickets from you right
1: yeah 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 that was uh ticket orders and try to sell people the ticket master entertainment guy <laughs> that, was, that was the main thing they really wanted us to do was just sell the entertainment guy
0: <laughs> it's crazy that we're still paying all these fees now and, and we're doing it ourselves but yeah right <laughs> is that where you met uh, ken jay yes Talk about that. Is that where the kind of the seeds for the band was formed and, and working there? But you also worked with Wayne at the PR firm. Which place did you work first? Or
1: At uh, video monitoring services. Yeah, I worked there with Wayne after I, I quit Ticketmaster, something similar for Teleflora. And then after about six months, got fired from there. <laughs> And then Wayne was like, well, just come work at VMS. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then I, I stayed there until a week before we went out on our first tour.
0: So the band was already formed at that point?
1: Yeah, by the time I worked at VMS at, uh, at with Wayne,
0: yeah. So it was more the, the seeds, and I'm guessing from your time at Ticketmaster with Ken then, were, were kind of the, the seeds of, of doing a band were formed?
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, when Ken first started, uh, hit me up about it. I turned it down because I was already in a death metal band, and so I, I, I thought about it for like a week. And uh, I realized uh, one, we had no orderers; or two, we hadn't done a gig in like six, six months, <laughs> and uh, so like prospects were grinned. And I was just like, man, I'll try to sit around. So let I'll talk to you guys again, and maybe uh, go ahead and found this one, and uh, I won't jam with them, and uh, in the rest is history.
0: It's crazy, and then you, you guys get signed, and then had you already met uh, Ulrich before you had gotten the record deal, or did, was that kind of after the, the signing with, with Warner Brothers?
1: Yeah, no, that was after. That was after. And, and the way we met Ulrich, kind of a roundabout way, because we really wanted Terry Gates to the record, but we couldn't afford
0: him. And was most of the record already written, or did you go into the studio writing a lot of that record?
1: no, uh, well, I'd say most of the songs were written. We've been playing them live. And uh, once we've done it, it's going to help us refine them and uh, add some things that are to today. So uh, I would say about
0: 90%. So just kind of putting the, the finishing touches on everything.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: killer and then now that kind of brings us to to now as far as celebrating that in the 20th anniversary and were there any songs that uh that, that kind of surprised you in going back and preparing for this uh this tour anything off of wisconsin death trip that you're like what was i thinking or wow this is maybe a little cooler than i remembered originally
1: but yeah like, like the early stuff like really came back really uh, pretty effortlessly uh, uh, the later stuff, we were like, uh, we had to like go back and like listen to the stuff on like. I'd hold up the phone to the microphone and they're like, uh, how's this going? And <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, we had to figure it out a little bit.
0: Well, it looks great and it's sounding great from all the the video and stuff. Seeing looking forward to the two Southern California shows, kind of the hometown shows, if you will. Right. July 25th at the Observatory and then a couple days later, the 27th at the uh, catch one in in L.A. And hometown show. Is there a little added pressure with that or more friends and family out or, or or does it not matter at all? Yeah, I mean, by the end of the tour,
1: uh, I, I think we'll be a well-oiled machine by then. And, uh, of course, myself, being born and raised in L.A., all my family's going to come out. So that'll be cool. But uh, I actually felt more pressure, more than I have in uh, the, the ones I can remember, at the first show we did again, just standing on the side of the stage and hearing the intro roll and hearing the fans going nuts. Just, uh, I haven't felt that kind of energy, anxiety, emotion. Uh, it's it all. This, you know, combined into one
0: really surreal moment. <laughs> I can imagine it probably took you back to 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I was hoping too that with you know, like any tour, any band that goes out, there's going to be merch. But I'm I'm really hoping that there's some some Static X Kleenex because I think I might need some for this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, we haven't thought of that, but that is a good. Idea. <laughs>
0: It's, it's going to be a, a fun time for sure an emotional roller coaster, but is there an, any one song that that you've really uh, had fun playing each night out there?
1: All of them man like I, I haven't played these songs in, in well over a decade. I haven't played with Kuiki in, in well over a decade. I haven't played with Penny in like 15 years so it, it's all just like really cool to not only get to play the songs but get to play with these guys again. That you know, was a really, like, dare I say, magical time to, in all our lives. 20 years ago, so to get to reconnect with these guys, and um, yeah, you know, it's a, definitely a bittersweet moment. You know, sort are missing a pretty important guy, but it's cool that I could get together with Ken and Colby and remember all the good times uh, we had with Wayne. And, and it's been really cool. Of, like we'll be in the in the dressing room before or after the show. And we'll remember stuff. Like, just like, oh, yeah, you remember that time? You know, like, like uh, last night on stage, uh, after we finished the last song, we were all throwing out picks and stuff. And uh, Kenny kind of snuck up behind me, and I smacked him in the nose. <laughs> and that brought back a memory of one of the early shows we did. First song in, into the set, and uh, I was trying to uh, do a Gene Simmons move, and I knocked my headstock into Wayne's mouth. Ooh. And I looked over... And he just had this dazed look on his face, and I saw the tooth fall out of his mouth. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and so he just like shook his head and walked off stage. And so like after ten minutes, he figured out that uh, he wasn't bleeding and he wasn't in a whole lot of pain. So he was like, "All right, well, let's go to the show." <laughs> <laughs> We've been having moments like that where like just things will, like come back, and uh, it's been really cool.
0: I always remember a signature thing of, of going to all the Static X shows over the years, especially at the House of Blues in Anaheim and, and the one on Sunset and Strip. But, but all you guys doing shots uh, in between songs and stuff. Are you still doing the shots on stage for this tour?
1: Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're doing that,
0: yeah. That's awesome to see. I always felt like part of the uh, the Static X show, you know, was having those shots.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well one of the, that's one of the things that... Uh, that we uh, learned from Pantera.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny you, you mentioned that because I was going to bring up that that incredible tour, the Extreme Steel tour with Static X, Pantera, and Slayer, and and if you had any memories from that tour. But I guess that's it—is is doing the shots on stage.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think before that we were we did an odds fest with them, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so we got we get to hang out with those guys a lot, and uh, i got to learn a lot from them, including. Uh, doing stuff
0: on stage. Crazy that Slayer, you know, calling it a career and obviously Pantera no more and the anniversary of Vinnie Paul passing away and just uh, what an incredible tour that was the three of you guys together. Any memories from that particular tour?
1: Oh yeah, for me, for me, that was like, just still like one of the the most incredible tours I've ever done. Getting to see three of my favorite bands of all time, uh, Pantera, Slayer, and Morbid Angel every night for like six weeks. Like every night, uh, being on the side of the stage, watching Morbid Angel, uh, sitting next to Phil and Selmo. <laughs> 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 that was really cool. And uh, just getting to hang out with, with those guys. Uh, and, uh, and getting getting to play Long Beach Arena. Which yeah. Was, uh, the very first, my very first big arena concert was there, seeing Iron Maiden. And, uh, you know, the Live After Death record is one of my favorite records. And so when we got up to the stage and, uh, I got I got the mic and I did the Bruce Davidson, uh scream for me, Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and, and, and so after the show, I went and, and thanked Dime and and told him, you know, the, uh, how you know, how special that was for me. And he's like, Oh yeah, man, I love playing that record.
0: Hey, one other uh, one other infamous show I kind of wanted to bring up. Uh, speaking of the House of Blues of uh, uh, back in the Sunset Strip, God. I think it was like oh nine, probably a good ten years ago, where uh, you invited up for for the cover, uh, Mister Tommy Lee, and did looks that kill and and the uh, the train wreck that that was back in the day, where it, he wasn't wearing. I guess you guys all had in ear monitors, and he didn't, and he would kind of stop playing like halfway through the song. Do you remember that one? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was funny because like he like even before uh, uh, we were we finished the song, up to that. I can see Tommy on the, off to the side of the stage and he was literally uh, hes there with the girl and he was literally like lifting this chick's skirt up and trying to, trying <laughs> to do her in the hallway. <laughs> and he, he was already wasted. And so, you know, he comes up on stage and we get into the, the first verse and then he just stops playing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all looking around like, oh, uh, what do we do? And then Wayne just went into the chorus and, you know, he started thinking, I and, and, and then Tommy came in right on and he finished out the song. It was so awesome.
0: Sometimes those the, the train wrecks like that end up being the most memorable ones, man. That was always one of my favorite yeah, shows sure. from back in the day. Hey, yeah, definitely. One other guy I wanted to ask you about, just because it's kind of uh, timely and, and did the guitar solo on Lunatic back in the day, but uh, Dave Mustaine and, and Bummer News coming up out about him having throat cancer, and just have, if you had any uh, stories from him doing the guitar solo or touring over the years or thoughts of, of Dave Mustaine.
1: Yeah, yeah, i bummed out to hear that, man. Cancer's a matter of, uh, like My mom's been fighting ovarian cancer for the last year or so, and stuff man. mental. So I, I, I really feel for him. But yeah, Dave was always cool with us from day one. We toured with them the first time we toured with them was in the end of ninety nine or two thousand and we were about to finish up with Fear Factory when we got news that we were gonna do the gig with Megadeth. And so everybody was like, oh, man, watch out for Mustaine, man. He can be a real label. You know, he'll take all your rights. <laughs> so we were like, oh, man, we're like shaking him on the police. We had the first show of the tour where we're all hanging out in the dressing room. And we hear an the door. We open the door, and, and it's Dave. And he's like, hey, guys, I just want to introduce myself. My name's Dave. I just want to welcome you guys to the tour. If you guys need anything, feel free to reach out to me or anybody on staff. Thank you guys so much for being on the tour. I'll see you around. And we all just kind of like sat there quiet, like
0: <laughs> looking at each other, stunned, like, uh, did that just happen? <laughs> Is that the same Dave mistake everyone was telling us about? Yeah, yeah,
1: and, uh, the nicest view dude, the whole tour. And then we got to tour with him again. I think it was like 06 or 07. We did a gigant work with him in Australia. And once again, he was just like the nicest dude. I have nothing bad to say about the guy, man.
0: He's awesome. I love to hear that. I love to hear some some of the good stories about Mr. Mustaine, especially especially now with what what he's got to tackle. Yeah, yeah. I wish him the best, man. Tony, appreciate all the time. Just before we go here, I do want to talk about the uh, project Regeneration and then also also what you got coming up. First, the album. Are we getting any closer to a release date?
1: Uh, Unfortunately, no. We're still negotiating a deal and also just all this new material that we found with Wayne's vocals. We're really trying to incorporate that stuff into the album. So uh, we're at the point where the majority of the songs on this record will feature Wayne's vocals. So, you know, we're trying to get it out, as soon and at the same time, we want to make sure it's done right. So uh, I'm thankful people have been patient. We'll do our best to get it out as quickly as possible, but we want to do it right. I think the weight won't be worth it.
0: It's maybe too early to tell, but I think if there was a demand for it, would you go out and tour behind the album again and ask Zero to do the tour and, and go out and, and tour behind the songs? Because it's kind of hard now without that music being out to, to really play it live. But I imagine once the album does come out and people have a chance to digest the album, would you consider going out and supporting it?
1: Um, you know, honestly, we haven't really thought that far ahead. Um, we're just kind of uh, enjoying the moment right now and enjoying each other's company again and being out on tour together and uh, we're really just concentrating on trying to make this uh, as best as possible for the fans and for us and for Wayne's memory Um, when this is all said and done and uh, you know depending where we are with the record I guess if it's something the fans want um, I'm certainly not opposed to it I still want to go to other games Uh, I'd love to work with the ministry again to have another Ossino record to finish but, uh, yeah, if it's, if it's something the fans want, then uh, absolutely, uh, we'll definitely keep
0: them on. Killer. And one last thing, I mentioned Tommy Lee earlier, obviously The Dirt, did, did, have you seen The Dirt yet? Yeah, I did, I can see that. What'd you think? Cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool, man. Pretty uh, pretty accurate? Yeah, I guess so. I wasn't there, so, uh, <laughs> but uh,
1: it, it, it fits all the, uh, all, all the myths and legends.
0: <laughs> Would you ever uh, consider doing a, a movie or at least maybe even a book? Uh, yeah, in realm of possibility. Uh, again, once we finish doing this, uh, we'll see what, what, what comes up. Killer. Well, I appreciate all the time, Tony. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks online at KCALFM.com Adios!